Okay, let me put it to you this way, all right? <laughs> I, I'm done holding back on this. There is two different <laughs> things here. There is love and there is tolerance. Tolerance means, oh, yeah, I'm going to let you do what you want because that's your personal opinion, and I don't really care what you do. Love, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to say it plain and clearly because if I don't love you, I'm going to let you do whatever you want. I don't really care. I'll save salvation for myself and not for you. I am going to tell all of you the truth because I love each and every one of you. And so if you want to sit here and say, oh, what you're saying is hateful, it's not. Because salvation is something that only comes once in a lifetime. And if you don't hold on to it, it, it goes forever. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> welcome back to episode 32. Or welcome to episode 32. Um, today's going to be a Q&A episode for most of it. Um, but before we start that, anyone have any interesting stories they'd like to share? Ooh. Um, no. Wolfgang, welcome back. You've been missing for the last episode. Oh, does that mean I'm obligated to share? This is a forced yeah, right. time off, but here we are. Your debt is due. Tell us a story. <laughs> so, I uh, haven't been doing as well as I want to be. Admit that. Mm. I feel like, I mean, obviously, I regain wisdom as time goes on. But sometimes it feels like it falls off of me, like the leaves on a tree, if that makes Some sense. Some seasons? Yeah. Are you in a season of life right now? I guess <laughs> I'm in the fall. <laughs> I'm falling. But hopefully, yeah, I mean, I've been picking it back up. I'm well, re- the, the thing is, too, with more wisdom come more questions in a way as well. So uh, Yeah, that's, that's the loop I'm thrown into right now. <laughs> so I was reading Luke, as I still am. Um, Luke's a pretty fire book. Yeah, I'm still trying to understand Luke. Sounds like a <laughs> bit of <laughs> bias. There, Luke. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I should give me your hand. I just want to thank you for writing such a great book. Okay. <laughs> so Imagine. hey, if we're, if we're thanking people for writing books, Luke, I mean, like here I am. I know you taught on me this morning. So. Yeah, I read. I read your whole book in literally a span of 20 minutes. That's how short it is. Not a lot of effort put in. That short, one. sweet, and amazing. We're talking about the book, book of Jonah. <laughs> very short but it's it's pretty good i'm still still waiting for the book of wolfgang to be written but (laughs) it's almost done (laughs) the new testament too the The bible too the newer (laughs) testament bible dlc we should just read the verse if you add or take anything away from the bible (laughs) like pretty much be doomed the newer testament that's what it's called the newest all right all right before we we go too far off track here okay hold on let's hop into the first question well, I was going to tell my story. Oh, you're not done. Sorry. I got to tell my story. I got to grab my journal because I wrote in it. Okay. So, um, yeah, I was deciding to read through the Gospel of Luke again. And um, I uh, I realized something is that there was just, I mean, I've read through three out of the four Gospels. I know I'm committing the sin of not reading John. I've read Matthew, Mark, and Luke now. What do you mean by committing the sin? Uh, that's the one that everyone reads. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> reads John first, and there's no it's exception. You mean you haven't read John if I haven't read John yet, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Are you meaning to tell me? <laughs> but no matter how many times I end up reading the Gospels, I always forget something. And I, it made me start writing. I started getting like poetic in a way. Ooh, I was, I, here, let me read what I wrote. Some stuff right here. I said. 
I said, how can one spread the gospel if they don't know the gospel? I said, it would require nothing short of insanity to attempt to teach what has not been learned. Would a man walk a path blindfolded that he's never walked before? Only a fool would. Instead, the wise man would walk the path a million times, and when tested, he would not fear, for the path has been already memorized. And so that's some real wise stuff right it there. Made that's me, some Holy Spirit. It yeah. made me remember that I I need to start reading the gospels more. And the parables of Jesus are not only wise, they're inspiring. And I love I love the parables of Jesus cuz I can, a lot of the times I relate them back to myself. And uh, I think that's what he meant. So that's what yeah. <laughs> so that's <laughs> what like I've worked. been trying to do recently. I've also been reading uh, Frank Turek's book Oh, nice. I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. Because um, I got a Kindle for Christmas, and I'm very happy about this. <laughs> um, like 10 so bucks. I got a Kindle for Christmas, <laughs> and I'm very excited. So, um, yeah, and he's he's coming on the 30th, which is coming up soon. We gotta get Mark your calendars, guys. Hit the Mark. subscribe <laughs> notification bell for when Frank Turek arrives. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's how my life's been going right now. Very nice. Well, I thank you for the honesty. That was yeah, thanks. pretty deep. I, I need deeper from you. <laughs> Even deeper. Deeper. <laughs> deeper. <laughs> I want deepest. Um, I'm in a pretty similar place as you, Wolfgang. Life is like, I mean, this past week especially is just really slow um, <clears throat> and boring and like monotonous. Um, I've gotten to do something every day. Like, whether it's working out or doing some chore just to occupy myself. Um, so I'm productive, but I'm not happy. But at the same time, I'm not sad, you know? I'm not upset with... Um, What's going on? Yeah, I'm not really upset with anything that's going on. But it's just like... So maybe like a, almost a lack of purpose in a way numbness yeah numbness I i'm say. stuck in the same thing i feel like i always have something going on mm -hmm. um and that just doesn't leave me enough time for self-reflection and kind of i've just been wandering through the past couple of weeks emotionless towards most things and sometimes or most of the time when i do have emotion it's not typically a happy one because <laughs> it's a lot easier to get angry than to get happy because something you either have to do something or something good has to happen for you to have a positive emotion. Mm -hmm. And then you can just be dissatisfied and displeased <clears throat> and that'll create a negative emotion. So winter depression. Nice. Amen. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice, guys. I'm Luke. I don't struggle from anything. Y'all like <laughs> good luck, but <laughs> I'm chilling. <laughs> I am God's favorite. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to say that. So, uh, yeah, let's hop right into the Q&A, shall we? <clears throat> Can a Christian be a model and I'm doing, <clears throat> and am I doing something wrong if people are lusting at my photos? So this question, I think, is a lot about modesty. Mm -hmm. um, and um, we have a, an answer from a girl, which I think might be helpful since okay. I think girls struggle with this the most. Yeah. So I'll let that play. One, modesty is, has a lot to do with your intentions. So if you're wearing something going out like, oh, I want boys to notice me or I, I want this to show off my body because it's easy for girls to stand in front of a mirror and like the whole self-love thing, like look at yourself and be like, oh my gosh, this looks good. This fits my butt really well. This is, like shows my body very well. 
and although your intention in wearing something may not even be for a guy to like look at you even if it's making you idolize yourself i would still say that's a very wrong intention the whole not wanting to lead boys down a wrong path or like i don't remember exactly how she put it that part as women we are not responsible for like the thoughts of men so i know people take that that path and look on it but at the same time we shouldn't just be wearing things that are like okay or like posting pictures that are like okay look at me and then get mad whenever guys are looking at our bodies and whenever guys are pointing out those things is it that guy's fault yes but you can't just like ask for it and they get upset about it so everyone is responsible for their own actions but at the same time as women and as it if you're wanting to be like a more godly woman it's important that you wear things that aren't really gonna like show and post things that aren't gonna show there's no excuse to sin so if a modeling agency is asking you to do something that's not an excuse so that would be my take on the whole intention aspect i am not a model so i can't i can't relate to the whole like doing it as a job i don't mean to do this as like it's not a job i'm just saying i can't relate to doing it as a job but i would say as a christian the whole model culture is very worldly so as a christian you're gonna have to say no to certain things that you're gonna be pushed to and again, I don't, I don't know the culture of modeling, but I would just tell her, like, as a Christian, you're gonna have to say no to a lot of things that the world says yes to. So I, yeah, I hope that helps. I'm again, I'm not. I'm literally wearing my dad's shorts and his shirt. I'm not a model, <laughs> so I can't take on it from a way of being able to relate in that sense. But I can relate as modesty is one one thing that like as I began walking with the Lord, I really wanted to work on because there's a lot of outfits that I put on and I'm not wearing it for men. Um, but there's some outfits that I put on and I'm like, okay, I really like the way this fits my body. And I have to ask myself, okay, what's my, what's my intention in wearing this? So that is my take on it. So thank you, Madeline, for that answer. Um, you, we'll get into some more specific, I think, on yeah. the modeling aspect of it. Go! So, <laughs> go ahead, Aiden. <laughs> you made a lot of interesting points that I liked. Um, first of all, um, like boys, right? So let's say um 18-year-old girl <laughs> or whatever starts posting just normal photos, and this girl is, like, just naturally attractive, right? And boys, lots of boys... Um, by their sinful nature, will just be attracted to her, you know? Because that's just the way they are, and the, and the girl can't really do anything about that. But you also have to ask yourself, is what I'm doing honoring God, you know? Mm. Because in today's culture, um, when it comes to women, it, a lot of it is really sexualized right um people notice that a lot of the time they don't you, they don't do it for you they they do it for themselves i know that's that's the argument that they all make but that's doesn't make it better <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah i know I, 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 i'm not i'm not arguing that yeah, I know, that's I know. just the response that they'll yeah. give you um gosh i completely forgot what i was going to say wolfgang were you going to say something uh, i'll cut in here 
So, yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of the things that she said in there, especially um, I've held this position pretty much my entire life is that we shouldn't have to tell girls what to wear. We should teach men to not, you know, act upon the things that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, Self-control. Yeah, yep. of course. And But is it, a like Aiden said, and like I said earlier, is that going to make God happy? And you got to ask yourself that in a genuine way. Is posting my butt online going to make <laughs> Lord say, oh, I'm happy about it? <laughs> or, is it or is he going to be disappointed? Is he going to be sad? And don't go posting your butt, Jonah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go follow Jonah on Thanks for that plug, Luke. I appreciate it. Jonah Tornar underscore. There will be no butt photos if you guys are looking for that. But this <laughs> is the, Sorry to disappoint, guys. There's some pretty nice photography there by me that you guys can enjoy of yeah. Jonah's face, mostly wearing the Jesus hat. So, but Yeah, I liked what she said about how people are going to pressure you, especially in the modeling industry. Um, I don't know much about it. Yeah. And I've said I agree yeah, with that her. That was the other thing. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but, yeah. Hold your ground if you're going to be a model and make sure that they're not going to make you do anything that you're not comfortable with. Yeah, I think if you're not a mature Christian, it's very hard to be a model that obeys the right morals because you're not going to sure what's the right moral. So I think mm-hmm. if you want to be a model, just really be grounded in what you believe um, so you can't be shaken. But uh, just to kind of go through this, I think we're talking mostly about, you know, models wearing close to nothing in a sense because that's mm-hmm. kind of what we think of a model like right away. Yeah, and... But the, like the normal definition of a model is someone who shows off a brand that they're yeah they're showing off a product and how it looks on a person's yeah, body exactly you know? clothing and, and that in that that sense is not wrong at all I mean mm-hmm. that's just you know advertising and showing what a product does so mm-hmm. how do you but the, like how would you approach modeling underwear see now that's where it gets hard because that's where it gets complicated yeah because a lot of modeling as of a lot of modeling as of late has nothing to do with clothes you know it has mm-hmm. to do with just showing off your body you know well i mean but like stuff like underwear Instagram like models. still needs to like get modeled so do you want them like put it on a mannequin <laughs> 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 no but there's it's a hard gray area where if you're almost wearing nothing should you even be promoting that brand and i've struggled as this as, an, as a photographer as well as like should i be taking photos of this and creating this kind of content um, because I find myself in situations where I'm taking photos of, yeah, like bikinis or st- stuff like that. And then like the last shoot I was on, it was really nice cause it was a ski brand. So like everything, like, oh, yeah, it was really hard to do something wrong there cause they're fully clothed. Matthew brought that up. He was like, just do ski modeling. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, yeah, there's something I wanted to point out. I always, I think it also comes down to the clothing industry. Like Jonah pointed out with, uh, swimsuits and underwear specifically, um, there's a lot like I don't think modeling for those are really necessary because at least other people aren't <laughs> supposed to see those anyway so yeah I mean other people <laughs> aren't supposed to see your underwear first of all so are people like unless you're married I at guess. the beach or something yeah I mean and then s- when it comes to swimsuits like when was the last time you saw like a girl at the beach and you weren't looking at her body you're looking at her swimsuit and you're like, wow, that is such a nice red heart pattern on her swimsuit. <laughs> like, I don't think... Oh, well, every every product her. needs to be yeah, shown off in its uses, I think. That's just how I think as a... Wow, that's really cute on her. I'm really <laughs> good for her. <laughs> exactly. Like, okay, but that, uh, is that the way that girls think? No. Probably. Definitely. 
Well, what do you mean? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're if you're at the beach and you're oh, a chick, yeah, you're they like, think you're damn, bro, that that swimsuit's kind of uh, that's that swimsuit's kind of cool. Well, like, they want something my, that's going to complement their body because exactly. they, they need it's, yeah. it's a mix of the two. Maybe men should only be allowed to look at men's magazines and women should only be allowed to look at women's. <laughs> Boom! Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> See, like no more a- sexualization. When Aiden wears his Jesus Save shirt, I'm like, damn, bro, that is a cop. <laughs> I'd buy that, <laughs> and I want that. So. Or maybe I just look good in it because I'm sexy. I, th- I think we should just <laughs> say this, Romans 14, 13. Therefore, let let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your minds not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister. So I think if, if you're a model and you're modeling something that's in a gray area, if you don't have peace about it, don't model it. Because um, the spirit will let you know if it's right or wrong. And even if you know it's okay to do, a lot of times, this doesn't have to go for modeling, this goes for anything. Um, and Paul talks about this a lot. Um, if you're doing something that's, you know it's not wrong, but it's a stumbling block for someone else, let's see it, say another. Like, give me an example real quick. Yeah, go ahead. So like um, <clears throat> an example of this would be like if you're um, someone who likes, you know, enjoying a beer with the boys or whatever i obviously don't i'm not of age yet but if you if you you do um and you have i don't know a recovering alcoholic in your group you're not going to be like all right everybody let's go beers and you you all go out and get drunk and then there's that alcoholic who's trying to like quit alcohol and he sees you guys all drinking and he's like well you shouldn't be drunk in any well because that's a sin but you can drink you can you can drink but don't become drunk. I, I think I think you guys see my point, right? It's like don't yeah. like yeah. don't yeah. don't wave alcohol in front of the alcoholic and expect <laughs> him not to be like, damn. I could go for a beer right now. <laughs> <laughs> I could go for a beer right now. I forget where it is in the Bible. It's either James or Romans, but <clears throat> it talks about not doing something even if it doesn't cause you to sin, but if that's it causes what he just causes right. a brother to sin. I think that's yeah, Romans the same section. 14, Romans same thing. In the yeah, same it's the same same place. area. So if you if you want to read more about that, it's in Romans fourteen. Um and, and I'd encourage you, too, if you're a model, even as a photographer, too, is shine your light in this industry. There's not a lot of Christians in this industry. Um, and so I think it's important for any industry that doesn't have Christ or even if it does have Christ to, yeah, shine your light and try to model more of your inside more than your outside. I think it's just an overall thing we should all try to do um, because that's really what matters. Um, so we're actually starting a Christian clothesline. It's all going to be 50s clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Is this for real? Or no. Really? no. <laughs> we, got, we got different color khakis. We got jeans. We also have a bunch of button downs. <laughs> and we have Jesus pins. <laughs> no, but like, for real, go check out the Firestarter merch. <laughs> we need someone to buy something. <laughs> someone like that dresses Wolfgang. Those are, those are pretty fire, man. Thank you. So do you think we answered that question <clears throat> in the best way yes. possible? Yes. Um, it's yeah. a hard question. <laughs> Um, so I think just, <clears throat> just you know, God will speak to you, and you'll know if it's right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next question. Landon Sherman, is it true that we have to ask for salvation? I know that salvation is by grace through faith alone. <laughs> if faith comes by hearing, then wouldn't salvation come by faith, belief, and trust in Jesus? Okay, I'm um, not sure how this is worded or like what okay. it's supposed to mean, but I'll just answer the first part. Is it true that we have to ask for salvation? No. No, you have to accept no. salvation. Um, you don't ask for it. It's already there for you to take. You have to just accept it. That's all you got to do. So, if you yeah, a wise a wise man once said uh, about thirty minutes ago that um, like you don't ask for a Christmas gift, you accept a Christmas gift. That wise man being Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. 
As long as you confess that Jesus is Lord with your mouth, you will be saved. Yep. That's Where does it say that again? In Romans. Yeah. And believe, Everything in, is and believe in your heart. Let's not forget that part. Yeah. Right underneath Next. that. So, so yeah, <coughs> you're completely right that salvation comes by faith, which is belief and trust in Jesus and accepting his grace and his mercy. This is a perfect segue into <coughs> can we lose that grace and that forgiveness? Um, which is next question. Um, oh, well, not the next question, but it's next further question. down here. One of them. Hey, guys. Cheers from Brazil. This is from... Can someone read that name? No. <laughs> I presume it's Guilherme because H's are silent. Marceli. Um, cheers from Brazil. Congratulations Marinelli. on the last episode. If you Marinelli. want to go check out the last episode, go do that because he thought it was cool, so you should too. Um, <laughs> very interesting thoughts on you guys brought to our attention. One question for the next episode, if you may. <laughs> I love how formal his wording is. It's been kind of a trend in the Christian TikTok profiles here. The debate of once saved, always saved versus salvation can be lost. <laughs> Would love to hear your thoughts on that. Thank you very much and keep on the good job. All right. <coughs> I'll God tell, bless you all. I'll Hangers. tell you all uh, what Kyle This is actually a shocker. <laughs> Kyle basically said... That he believes... Kyle is uh, one of our <laughs> leaders. It's they know Kyle if they've been... Very wise. If, you, if you're a loyal fan, you know Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I just don't want them to be like, is Kyle a book in the Bible or something? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle. The book of Kyle. <laughs> in Kyle 3-4. So Kyle stated that if somebody is claims to be a Christian and then proceeds to not... Or sorry, to like disown God and then go back to him, Kyle thinks that they were never truly a Christian until they accepted it again. And if they lose that salvation, lose that salvation, like they disown God, then they never really believed it in the first place. Because, um, yeah, I, I think Luke put this in here, but it's John ten twenty eight. It says, I give them eternal life and they shall not perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. So if for some reason somebody says, yeah, I used to be a Christian, I'm not anymore, and I don't think I ever will be again, they were never truly a Christian because they would have had to accept or they would have had to accept uh, God's sacrifice. They would have had to accept his mercy and his grace. And they would have had to truly believed it with faith in their heart. And if you do that, there's no way to turn back from that. And so I, that's, I mean, that's what Kyle says. I agree with him on that. I'm not sure what your guys' position may be or... Um, so a lot of people bring up, uh, like, you know, selling your soul. I mean, I brought it up actually for that question is like, if you sell your soul, like, can you like, first of all, go back, but would like, that also mean that you've like lost your salvation. <coughs> so you're saying selling your soul while like, if as you're, you're already a child yeah. of God, like, is like, is it even possible to sell your soul in the first place? And I think you can't like, it's selling your soul, um, I did a little bit of research on this, and f like what it seems is it's not a contract um, that everyone thinks it is. It's not a piece of paper and you write your name on it in blood or whatever, although that may be some ritual some people do. But what selling your soul really is, is it's getting rid of your morals. It's throwing them out the window and doing whatever it like means necessary to to get to a place where you want to be. If that means stepping on anyone, anyone else that you need to to get to that place and you just basically throw all your morals out the window and you get there and you do that. And um, <clears throat> obviously, I think there's still people that like have 
um, uh, sold their soul like to the devil to like gain fame in music or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you can't just sell it all at once. It's just bits and pieces of like your morals that will like slowly ebb away. And then um, I mean, you, you, you can give your life to the flesh. Or you can give it to God. Yeah. Well, kind of and then like once things. once you've like given all your morals away, then uh, you won't see anything wrong with your what, with what you're doing really. And then you won't hear the voice of the like the Holy Spirit anymore, like calling you to like repent and stuff. And once you're so numbed down and and dull to that. Um, that's, that's to the point where it gets, um, where your heart is hardened, where your heart is hardened, there's pretty much no return from that. So that's, that's like the selling your soul aspect. But even like if you've made a deal with the devil, like there's like, in my opinion, there's always redemption in the name of like Jesus and like nothing can ever take that away, no matter what you do. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, some people can even bring up the un- unforgivable sin. But, like, what the unforgivable sin is, uh, is um, <coughs> blasphemy it's blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. But, like, um, the Holy Spirit is what tells you to repent. It's what, like, you know, like, gives you, like, repent from this and whatever. It's, and what, compels, really, it's what compels you to speak. Yeah. And really what blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is, is not repenting from those sins. And like I said, you get numbed down and you ebb and, and, uh, and you're pretty much brought to like a, a husk of like what you were and you just don't f- like feel the need to repent. And then when you don't repent, that is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit because he's like telling you to repent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that <clears throat> selling your soul, I don't think it's unforgivable. I mean, I don't think it's forgivable. Um, because people will sell their soul to the devil and trade for something on earth, right? And so... Um, They're choosing the earth over God in that mm-hmm. sense, which is not... A, it's not unforgivable. If you're a son of God, you wouldn't do that. So I think mm-hmm. it's only possible to do that if you're not a son of God or yeah. a daughter of God. But the way that I look at it is that if you sell your soul for some skill... Um, you can't redo, you can't like Manzi. refund the transaction, you know? Hi, I'd like people. my soul back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll no. give you my trumpet skills back if can I can I have my this? soul. <laughs> I think the question that I'm going to answer here is, can you fall out of God's grace and salvation for you on accident? Let's say you can't once, once you're, once God has forgiven you and accepted you as his son, and kind of, you know, we are his sons and daughters, kings and queens once we're accepted, once we accept him as our father. There's no going back from that. No, Like, no matter how much you sin, I think, you're still part of that. And obviously God despises sin, but you're still his son, kind of the prodigal son story. Um, I think the big question is, like, if I wanted to, can I separate myself from Christ, even though... I? I've already accepted him. Why would you do that? I know. So like, that's the question. Like, first off, why would you do that? It's not really a good question. And like, I'm not saying this isn't a good question, but like that aspect of it is like, why would you want to disconnect yourself? So like, I think, I think if you willingly wanted to associate with yourself with the devil instead of Christ, you could leave God, but there's, I don't. I can't think of any reason why you would want to do that. Well, many Satanists um, say that they don't even believe in Satan, but they just worship themselves. Yeah, that's what I've heard a bunch. So I think, I think this question is it's really popular and it's a good question, but it's not. I think people ask us out of fear, like, "Oh, can my salvation be taken away if I do something wrong?" And no, if if you're scared of that happening, I think your your heart is in the right place where that's never going to happen to you because. Yeah. 
if you love God and you're scared that you might you survive, you might be taken away because of sin. God's grace has covered that for you, past, present, and future. And if if you love God, God, you know, He'll take care of you. He He won't let anyone snatch Him or anyone snatch you away from Him. So I think that's my answer on and that's that. That's what I'm saying, and I'm just gonna have to disagree with Aiden that like there is like um like there is no coming back from like if you if you sell your soul for trumpet skills i think <laughs> was that even a thing though or is that just like some sort of hyped up kind of movie selling thing? your soul there's a no, there's a theory it's a that thing there's like this violinist that like 3 centuries ago like apparently like sold his soul and he became like the best violinist like known to man and there's still like still no violinist can play what he played cuz apparently like the devil sat down on like his bed while he was dreaming and he played he played him this song that was like the most beautiful thing ever and um because <clears throat> because you know the devil was lucifer and he was the angel of i don't know music or worship whatever. yeah so that's probably why like you hear it so much in like the music industries because he was like the lead worshiper in heaven so he just he just knows how to write good music i don't that's, know that's a really a, good point <laughs> a lot of the people or sorry there's <clears throat> a theory that a lot of the people in hollywood uh sold their souls to get where they are for fame and fortune and whatnot mm-hmm. and it makes sense because like satan is probably going to go after the enter- entertainment industry because that's the something that will huge well, influences there. not only influence it helps distract people from god yeah. mm-hmm. because if you're going out and you're listening to music or you're uh watching tv or netflix movies whatever you're not worshiping god and that's exactly what satan would want yeah nice okay let's move on to the next question i think we answered that one pretty well Hey, I had an interesting question for the podcast. So before you guys became Christians, was there ever a time that someone tried to tell you guys about God, but you thought they were totally weird or crazy for talking about God? Some people are just totally weird and crazy, whether they're Christian or not. (laughs) There are, so even after I became a Christian, (coughs) there'll be people standing there um, with a sign in the street yelling on a megaphone. And I just don't think that's how to do it. Because I think that the way that we as Christians were able to spread Christianity so well over history is we got to know people on personal levels. We got to talk Mm -hmm. to them, and that's how I was uh, saved, and that's how I know a lot of different people were saved. They got to know the person personally. I can all but guarantee you that nobody has ever been saved by a guy yelling on a megaphone in the middle of the street because that guy is just sitting there going, Jesus is coming back, and either you agree with him which I, I would tend to disagree. Like I say that that's not a good way of spreading the gospel. But like in the book of Jonah, he's running through Nineveh shouting, you guys are going to be destroyed in 40 days. So that's you better because repent. God called him, uh, like God told him to do yeah, that. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. And obviously there's a lot better ways. God, Jonah in that situation didn't want them to be saved. So he's kind of trying to like be, I think, vague and be like, yeah, you guys are going to die. So have fun with that. That's a little bit different. Yeah. Because he could probably be like, look, I just got swallowed by a whale. Okay. <laughs> so I think you guys should hurry up and repent. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't see. I, I agree because um, sin blackens our hearts. Right. And I don't think for the average person, someone on the side of the road with a Jesus sign yelling, Jesus loves you is going to save, is going to, yeah, pierce into your heart and save you. Well, that it it involves a personal connection, like you were talking about. Yeah, Every, like all of our role models, our sheepdogs, as I call them, they <laughs> they got into my heart. They weren't yelling at me from across a field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and even saying Jesus loves you is better than most of the things that I hear, which is like, if you don't repent right now, you will burn in yeah, hell. Yeah, it's more like a threat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's more like a 
Right. What I'm saying is God can use anything and anyone to, you know, Persuade. show someone yeah. himself no matter what it is. But yeah, yeah, you're right. There's definitely ways to share the gospel. And I think the best way is to be like, try to be like Jesus. That's the best way to be an example of who Christ called us to be. And people will see that and be like, yeah, that's, that makes sense. Yeah. I saw, I actually read a thing today in, uh, in a book that I'm reading and said the biggest thing that turns people away from Christianity is Christians. Yep. Yeah. Hypocrisy. <laughs> yeah. Mostly probably. Yeah. Mostly hypocrisy. Dude, in the I'm church a huge hypocrite. I noticed it this past week. I was like, I never talk down people. I never curse. And I do exactly that. Here we are. In like the next <laughs> five minutes. Like <laughs> but yeah, so to answer this question, since I guess I was the only one that hasn't been a Christian their whole life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> technically, um, it wasn't really like me going, oh, this guy's crazy. But um, it was about three or fourth, uh, third or fourth grade. And I was sitting at the lunch table with all of my, my friends who were all Christian. And I don't know how it came up, but they were talking about evolution and stuff. I think it's because we just got taught it in science class. And I was like, I believe it. They're like, what do you believe? I'm like, I think we came from monkeys. <laughs> and so they all just started laughing at me and calling me an idiot and all this. And I felt so awful. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it feels like the opposite now. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I believe now. <laughs> what? Like, no, you no. You believe in evolution. No. <laughs> no, the exact opposite as in like, oh yeah, I believe that God created the universe and that uh, Jesus rose from the dead and died for our sins. And now people look at me like I have a third eye instead of what it used to be. And it's I really because wish one place was Florida and one place was Colorado. <laughs> that, yeah, that that's probably why. Oh, it's, it's a worldly thing. Yeah. The second part of this <clears> question uh, says, yeah, I have an answer to the second part of this question. Yeah, it says I've noticed how when you grow closer to God, your whole mindset and attitude change. So I was, so I thought it would be cool to see how different your attitude was towards it. I know some of you guys are still working on finding that relationship too. So it's okay if there are any answers. So, um, kind of a quote that just came to mind that when she's talking about like our attitude changes is like recently I've kind of been learning and thinking about this is like the real power of living a mature Christian life is when you know you can, when you can, but you don't have to. Um, I think that's a big thing that a lot of people don't really understand is like you can, but you don't have to, to be saved. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's like a lot of stuff you can talk about there, but yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, when I start drifting away from God, I typically, I'm not like, I mean, I do become a worse person, obviously, but at the same time, I just kind of become sad. And, like, I'm like, I need to go back. And a lot of the times it's just as easy as just rolling over and putting my phone down and opening this bad boy up. He's <laughs> <And laughs> holding the Bible, by the way, for you audio listeners. Oh, yeah. And so it just sucks because it's like, wow, I could really be doing something better than this. And I get sad <clears throat> when it happens, but um, a lot I've of been a lot of times when better. I think sorry to interrupt you, but like a lot of times when I'm thinking of like because it's it's always a choice, God's will or my will, mm -hmm. and a lot of times I find myself chasing my own will, which is you know just finding success. And this this quote really it means like success is just about your significant uh, uh, success is about you, significance is about others, and once we choose God's will for our lives. It's not about you anymore. It's about God and what honors God and what God wants. And that in turn turns it into significance, which is I think what we're all looking for. And also success, but 
success. Yeah. It's just more for you and not really to share with others. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bethany George, Bethany's back with some fire questions that oh, are very Bethany. hard to answer. The first one, especially when is war justifiable? <clears throat> this is a very controversial and, um, complicated question. Yeah. Complicated question. Um, and depends as to like <laughs> what terms like the war go to, um, but I think it would mainly be for like the intent of the war. Like, yeah, is it to free um, the like? Was it is it a war against let's say the Nazis who are like killing God's chosen people? <laughs> yeah, or is it just for uh, like land resources? Okay, there's like three things that wars are fought over, and like three things only: land, resources, and um, power, power, and money. Obviously, but yeah, the hard part for this question for me is like, where I was like, God is the ultimate judge. And if you have a war, you're pretty much being the judge. Whatever side you're on, you're trying to tell the other side they're wrong and that you're right and that you deserve it. So that's the hard part for me. But we see so many wars in the Bible. Um, and even like what, what chapter in the Bible was it? It was like there's a time for uh, peace and war. Ecclesiastes. What's the exact wording of that verse? Um, you can go there's a time while, while you find I'll it, I'll, it up, I'll speak. So I agree with Jonah on which what is the intention of the war? Are you really trying to um are you really trying to get justice for the things that were done to your country I think that's or the key are you word more justice if we're fighting for justice yeah. i think it's or are you more right. trying to uh you know be the world's largest oil manufacturer <laughs> and there, there's definitely a mix between the two and that's where you have to kind of look at it. it's like was for instance like the iran and iraq war justified and most people would probably say no because We've done a lot worse to them over the past 20 years than what they've done to us. And, of course, that doesn't mean that what they did to us is now okay. But I think that we kind of need to drift out of that and take back. Um, But I know why we stayed there for so long. It wasn't because we were fighting for the people that we lost. I think it was because of money or the oil. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. So there are certain times where war is justifiable. Like, for instance, the Korean War, um, which basically the U.S. used to think that if one country was going to fall to communism, every single one would fall to communism. So they would fight every single war against communism possible, <laughs> and then they ended up stopping after Vietnam. Um, but, yeah, they, they won the Korean War, and still to this day, South Korea is doing a heck of a lot better <laughs> than North Korea. Yeah, and um, And we... Basically, the U.S. kind of saved half the half the Korea, <laughs> half the Korea. Korea. Yeah, I uh, think the verse I, I was looking for was Ecclesiastes three eight. There is a time, <clears throat> a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Um, so there's, I mean that that whole like chapter or whatever it is is like there's there's a time for everything pretty much. Yeah, I can't like I don't know if we have a definite answer for when war is justifiable because that verse just says that there are times when war is justifiable, but it doesn't define how war like, like when, when it is. It doesn't say when exactly, you know. And I mean, what I think about when I hear this question is, um people saying to me all the time that most wars are fought over or fought about like religion. And I disagree. They used to. Yeah, I disagree. But <clears throat> even if they are claimed to be fought about religion, um, 
these like wars, the, the Crusades, obviously a lot of part, lots of aspects of that wasn't justifiable yeah, in my yeah. opinion. For well, like the indulgences and whatever. So seven percent of all wars that have ever happened have been over religious reasons, and like ever happened. Yes. So, okay. So like Jonah and I said earlier, or well, I said this morning, Jonah restated it. War is fought for typically land, money, or power, and that's that's just well, money slash resources. Yeah, money slash yeah. resources and power. But I think the people who like wage the war, the old dudes in Congress that actually do it, that's what they fight for. Mm-hmm. But the warriors that actually fight the war, they they fight for the people. I was watching a video earlier today on um, Robert O'Neill. He's the SEAL that. <clears throat> um, allegedly killed uh, Osama bin Laden and he was talking about earlier on his mission like they they had like they thought that they were going to die like they they thought for certain that they were going to die and they knew it um like they were either going to run out of fuel or it just like was going to fail they didn't have hope in this operation and one of one of his buddies pulled him aside is like and he said if we know we're going to die why are we doing this and um, he said, he looked at him and he said, we're not fighting this war for us or um, for like what we're doing. We are fight. We are going to this battle and we're doing this for the mom who dropped her kids off at elementary school. And 40 minutes later, jumped out of a plane, uh, jumped out of a building, a burning building and committed suicide because it was better than burning to death inside of that tower. And her final act was to hold down her skirt so that people like wouldn't like see her underpants as she fell. Mm. That's that is that is why the warriors fight the war. Yeah. So so it all depends on the person. It's not just like, oh yeah, this war was fought solely for this reason. Could be a general um generalization, but it doesn't mean that everyone's fighting it for that reason. So it's all on an individual basis and it's kind of hard to tell. Um and then yeah, just kind of going off what Jonah said is like all it takes for evil to thrive is for good men to do nothing. So definitely a time for when we have to stand up and you know put an end to evil if god you know leads us to that action all right okay well no there's more yeah, yeah. um what has god been teaching you re- recently that's what i said earlier at the beginning yeah. kind of about the whole gospel thing it's just i don't know enough and yeah. that i need to learn more i always tend to be prideful and say Oh yeah, I know plenty. I can I can teach. I'll just I'll just read through my notes because I write yeah. down notes when I have something good. So, but I, I never end up knowing enough, is what I feel like, and I'm always trying to learn more. Okay. Um. So here's just some of my random notes on what God's been teaching me recently. I usually write stuff down in here. So, um, if God's not enough, no person ever will be. God can't bless something that is not His formula. If you take two eggs and one of them is rotten and you cook cook them together the omelet's still bad Um, (laughs) is that like a marriage thing i think so yeah (laughs) (laughs) what the enemy can't destroy he distract or when the enemy can't destroy he distracts we've kind of touched on that in this Mm -hmm. episode um i hate the saying all we need to do is make it into heaven that is the lowest level of blessing god has for you so those are a few things i've just written down over i think the past week all right, next question. By Lily Rose. Lil Rose, I don't know. Lil Rose. <laughs> Lil Rose. Um, is getting a tattoo sinful, even if it's Bible-related? Okay, so I think we should just go to the root of this problem. Is I think a lot of people read Leviticus 1928. Um, That's the one that says not to tattoo your skin, right? No, it's the one that says... Um, 
We don't put any markings. Yeah, on yeah, yeah exactly. I'll just read it's it. The temple of God, isn't? It? Thank you. So, okay, yep. before, so I just want to give context to this verse. This is in Leviticus, and it's still in the Old Testament. So Jesus hasn't come yet, and pretty much what the <laughs> Israelites are doing is they're trying to live without sin because they have to do that to live in the presence of God. So there's like stories in the Bible where people their sins hadn't been atoned for, and they'd walk into the temple and they would just be struck with God's per, like perfection and. I guess disappear, die. I don't know exactly, but they're pretty much just trying not to sin at all because they don't have Jesus' grace. Um, so they have to atone for it using animals and sacrifices, mm-hmm. uh, etc. So it starts off here, Leviticus nineteen twenty seven. You shall not round off your hair on your temples or mar the edge of your beard. Beard. <laughs> you shall not make any cuts on your body for the dead or or tattoo yourself. I am the Lord. <laughs> so. One thing that I've seen a lot as an argument for atheists with homosexuality is, um, well, why can't you be gay, but you can, like, cut your hair and tattoo your skin and all that? Um, which That's a really bad argument. Yeah, well, they tried to basically say that it's inconsistent because of Leviticus 18.22, which says that a man should not sleep with another man. It is detestable. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the thing that I would say to that is that um, we are not bound by the law. We are bound by the spirit, which is what Romans 7, 6 says, says that we no longer have to follow uh, the law, um, which, and Luke kind of was like, this is an edgy thing to say. <laughs> but anywhere from the uh, Exodus 20 to Deuteronomy, we don't have to follow anymore unless it is restated by Jesus. So pretty much all of the Ten Commandments, except for kind of the Sabbath, mm-hmm. um, has been restated by Jesus. So yes, we and still like, have to follow. Th- doesn't all. Jesus himself say homosexuality is wrong? Um, in a sense, I'm not sin. sure about Jesus, but I know Romans 1, 8 through 18 through 32 says a lot about that if you want to go yeah. read that yourself. Um, but yeah. We are not bound by the law anymore. We're bound by the spirit. And so, and just for context, the reason they were doing all these laws, like in here, there's like, you shouldn't eat meat that has blood in it and all this stuff. It was because they, God wanted to separate them from everyone else because everyone else around him was doing these things. And God was like, you shouldn't do these things because you're different. Um, you're not of this world. And so. some of these rules are absolutely crazy. I know. Like you'll like, if you read like the whole, like all of Yeah. It, read the like, whole, if you want your mind blown a little bit um, and questioning God, read go read Leviticus. Leviticus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think that um, I'm not 100% sure on this, so don't quote me on this. Don't fact check me. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it was because other tribes were like tattooing like symbols of themselves. Yeah, and like when they'd kill someone, they'd cut yeah. themselves, something like that. Yeah, yeah something like, like that. You should and not that's do why, that. So that's why God said, don't yeah, do like that. Yeah, like y'all ever seen Black Panther? Remember Killmonger? Killmonger? Yeah. yeah, he had the scars for like every scar was like someone he killed. And he killed, yeah. So that didn't apply when Jesus came anymore, and it doesn't apply for the future. So Jesus went away with it, and he he was perfect in the law, so that way we wouldn't have to follow the law completely. We would just have to follow what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other aspect of getting a tattoo is, like, nothing in this world should be done to make yourself look cool or to fulfill yourself. In a sense, you should only do things to glorify God and, I guess honor him so if you're getting a tattoo because you think it looks cool or because you want to be in with the trend that's not the right motive um you should if you're getting a tattoo, it should honor god it should be edifying to others and not for selfish reasons so Mm -hmm. 
for me, like a tattoo, like and I, like this, this isn't even a religious thing. It's just like a moral. Like it's just get a tattoo that has meaning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of comes back to the modeling thing because, like, what is your goal? What are your intentions with yeah. doing this? You know, if it's to like get a tattoo, like remembering a friend or a family member, it's like the meaning of it is to remember them. And so. then, would it make God happy if you tattooed genitalia to your forehead? <laughs> That's the other aspect yeah. of it. That wouldn't be glorifying to others or edifying. Um, cool. Well, yeah. So <laughs> if you're, I think if you are considering getting a tattoo, just pray about it a lot and really you know think about what you're doing because it's hard to go back as and long as advice my buddy had on this um he's he's like 30 or something he said if you want a tattoo draw up the tattoo that you want and like leave it in like wherever journal and you like know where you want to put it and leave it in wherever journal or where you want for like one year and if after that one year you still want that tattoo and like still drawn in the same way and whatever get that tattoo if you want to change anything or alter anything about it then like don't get it because you weren't happy with it in the first place yeah, that speaks a lot about regret because of like some impulsive decisions that we make especially teenagers with our impulses yeah <laughs> and then a year later we'll look back on it and be like, like oh my gosh i cannot believe i whatever or yeah. just like the way even we, if you're like, older uh, like yeah. the way like how cringe we acted and stuff like he gets like snapchat memories from like two years yeah ago. We'll, what is we'll look back <laughs> and we'll be like <sighs> and so we'll probably still we'll look do back that. at this podcast and be like what yeah. are we doing <laughs> yeah i looked at episode one recently and i was like wow <laughs> oh yeah awful. episode one yeah go check it out where i was like this the entire time <laughs> i had I had woken up at 3 a.m. the morning before, so I was extraordinarily tired, but I still should have told myself, hey, get yourself up. You're, but then again, it was kind of like Luke walked up to us like, we need to start a podcast now. <laughs> and then we walked in here, and we didn't even discuss any farther, so there was that. Hey, got the most views, so that's fine. <laughs> no, the third episode has the most views. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, okay. 1.2 thousand. On YouTube. Yes. Zuba Gaming. Another question. If y'all give someone something, can you take... Uh, can you ask for it back? So the reason this, this is This sounds funny. really personal. <laughs> <laughs> last episode, if you guys can't remember, Zuba Gaming asked, is it okay... Do you have to give someone something if they ask for it? Yeah. Um, and so we said, you don't. And now he's like... He probably didn't get his answer fast enough, <laughs> so then he gave the person the thing, and now he needs it back now that... We said no. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it really depends what it is. If you can, like, ask for it back. It depends if you... And it also depends if you gave it, gave it to them in, like, a gift-giving manner or, like, hey, bro, you can use this for now, but, like, I'm going to need it back later. Yeah, yeah. I really, I'm really curious what this is because I think that would help a lot in answering <laughs> this question. Yeah. I mean, same criteria applies as last time. Like, do you need it? <laughs> <laughs> is it your social security number? Will it glor- <laughs> like, will it glorify God? Yeah. <laughs> Does it honor God if you will have it back? Like, I honestly don't know. <laughs> How important is this friend for you? I don't know. <laughs> there's just, there's so many questions. produced so many more questions, <laughs> and we can't do anything about any of them. Zuba Gaming, we'd like a full backstory. We don't have to share it on the podcast, but we just like to know. It would help us answer. <laughs> it could help you, actually, <laughs> if you give us some more details. Yeah, it would help us help you. All righty. We'll move on from um, that. But one. if it's your salvation, um, can you Why? can you ask for it back? <laughs> <laughs> we already answered that, so go listen. <laughs> God, can I have my salvation back, please? I'm really missing it. I think that's all the questions, guys. Oh wait, do we answer the doubting? Except one? for the ones that we didn't no, answer. We haven't. Alright, we're gonna ask that one next time. Um it's about doubting, doubting God 
um, and what to do when that happens. So stay tuned for next episode. And um, thank you guys so much for watching. Like and subscribe. Go check out the Instagram. Hopefully we'll think close. Smash that like button out of this world. (laughs) (laughs) We still need to uh, get Elon Musk's attention on the last episode. Yeah. So make sure to subscribe and um, ring that and um, ring that bell. Ring it, ding, ding. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine.